Welcome to the Fetish School, where naughty is nice. This podcast is designed for anyone new to the lifestyle, curious, or is seeking new ideas to explore. This show includes explicit sexual references and profanity. Some content may be graphic in nature and is not intended for listeners under the age of 18. Listener discretion is advised. The information shared on this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, legal, or professional advice. The content shared here is for entertainment purposes only. Therefore, we hope to demystify, normalize, and enhance the exploration of the world of kink, fetishes, and BDSM. Tonight's episode will highlight sub-frenzy and how to safely overcome it. So please, take notes, keep an open mind, and most importantly, have fun. Classes in session. Hello and welcome back to the Fetish School, ladies and gentlemen. I am your hostess, Mistress D, and this episode I want to... Um, speak to my newcomers into the lifestyle as well as some of my existing kinksters more specifically my submissive and s-type kinksters Um, this show i want to explore something that is experienced again by predominantly newcomers but it can be found to be more intense for experience submissives i'm talking about sub frenzy and so for those who are not familiar um sub frenzy is this wild excitement this overwhelming rush of emotions when you have just entered the kink or bdsm lifestyle and you're so overwhelmed with all the feel good chemicals and emotions and this is equivalent to a runner's high or a good workout session or meditation something along those lines either way that session has introduced you to a high level of really really feel good chemicals and now you crave it you crave it in such a way to where any dominant any willing dominant any willing partner you're seeking them out your consent your boundaries your common sense goes out of the window because you are so enthralled of this kink lifestyle to where you have gone into what we call a frenzy so this is a very common thing again amongst submissives and s types and i want to explore this because there are some potential dangers while it sounds really really nice there are potential dangers when we're talking about sub frenzy so this episode i want to thoroughly define what exactly is sub frenzy i know when i typed it into instagram as a hashtag It was less than 100 hashtags on there. So maybe people aren't hashtagging it or maybe people just aren't talking about it because it comes and goes. 
we write it off as just general excitement, but this is a real thing. This is a real thing, and my objective is to share this information so that we can continue to play safely. So I am speaking to my S-types, my submissives, but also my dominants. I want you to listen to this too. So if you do see someone or encounter someone who's experiencing a frenzy, I want to share some ways that you can help them. Um, For my submissives, I want to share exactly how to identify if you're in a frenzy and how to manage it should you find yourself in this situation. So please stay tuned. As always, grab a pen and some paper because I plan to share some really good notes. So stay tuned. Attention all fetish school students, Valentine's Day is less than a month away, so it's time to start planning your kink or Valentine's Day adventure. Please head over to the Fetish School website at www.thefetishschool.com slash shop and receive up to 80% off your purchase using the code love l-o-v-e some exclusions do apply however if you're looking for handcuffs wand vibrators stimulators vibrating panties lubricants oh my gosh and how can we forget the most infamous rose vibrator Whatever your kink needs are, the Fetish School is here to help you. So head over to our website and just know that we shop safely and confidently. So we're talking about 100% secure checkout, free and discreet shipping with any purchase over $59. We have dedicated customer service. So please check out our shop page and our affiliate disclaimer. And if you have any questions, Mistress D is always here to help you. So once again, thefetishschool.com slash shop for all of your Valentine's Day needs. Hello and welcome back to the Fetish School Podcast. I am your host, Mistress D, and I wanted to dedicate this episode to my favorite people, um, my submissive community. So whether you, regardless of your, um, the S type that you identify with, this episode is for you. I want to speak to my newcomers, my new submissives. If you've recently joined the kink community and you're all excited about all the things kink, this episode is for you. Also for my existing and experienced submissives, Uh, If you've been out of the lifestyle, the pandemic has pulled you away and made you quarantine from the kink lifestyle, if you will, or if it's just been a while, you um, were very social in the lifestyle, you had a partner at one point and now you don't, this episode is for you. So I want to discuss sub frenzy, submissive fever, submissive frenzy submissive 
excitement, um, but more to an extreme level. So this is a term um, I don't hear much about. Um, in fact, like I said earlier, I went to hashtag content for this episode and there are less than 100 hashtags on sub frenzy um so again either we are not it's not as popular because maybe we write it off as general excitement maybe somehow we make our way through the submissive frenzy phase and we find a partner and we get the fix you know we get our itch scratch so but for those who are not able to identify and connect with a partner to help them scratch that itch or if the scene and the kink life has been calling you and somehow you can't find your way back in there or find a partner or experience the things that drew you initially to the lifestyle this episode is for you so Again, I want to talk about what exactly is sub frenzy. I want to um, share some ideas or some signs about sub frenzy to help you understand the difference between frenzy and just general excitement, as well as for anyone who is not maybe doesn't identify with the S type or you know is a submissive, and you see this happening with someone, how to help them. Um, navigate you know something so um one exciting but very unknown and so you know we want to keep everyone safe so i do want to share ways to manage and navigate should you experience a frenzy and show you different ways to overcome this in a very safe way so let's get into it I want to start by defining what exactly is a sub frenzy. So you could say, Mistress D, like, well, frenzy, excitement, you know, same thing. Well, not really. So excitement is very general. Excitement is exactly that, you know, you experience something brand new. Uh, there is something um, calling at you. This is brand new. It feels good. It feels refreshing. And naturally, you want more of it. Well, frenzy, on the other hand, it is a very wild excitement. Um, it is a rush of emotions. But it becomes a frenzy when it's almost a distraction. Um, it, it, it literally overtakes you and it feels uncontrollable. Um, your common sense goes out of the window. Uh, your, your boundaries no longer exist. You find yourself engaging in risky behavior that you otherwise would not. Um, this is what I define uh, as frenzy. So you may say, well, well, what would cause a person to experience a submissive frenzy? Well, this can happen um, with newcomers into the lifestyle. You get in, you learn all these things, you start to accept 
things about yourself that maybe you've struggled with. You're feeling liberated. You're feeling all the freedom. And then you have a scene and you experience the rush and the bliss and the euphoria of all of your happy chemicals. You have endocannabinoids that's, you know, fueling the bliss, you know, from pre-play or during the play scene or even after play with aftercare. You've got your dopamine pumping in your system, oxytocin because you're being touched and and you're experiencing a level of affection that you maybe have not experienced in your previous or vanilla lifestyle. And then of course those endorphins or adrenaline, just depending on what you're into, all of these things make you feel rewarded and happy and relaxed and just this blissful place. And so after all of that is felt, you no longer get it, your body starts to wonder like, hey, where is that good feeling? Like, let's do more of that. Um, If you are, you know, maybe you don't identify with the kink community and you're listening from a neutral or um, a non-traditional or a traditional standpoint, vanilla uh, perspective, what this is like is when we find someone um, accidentally and we experience the starry-eyed crush type of feeling. Um, So yeah, like if you've experienced having a crush or when you first fall in love with someone, it feels new, it feels exciting. You can't stop thinking about this person or the situation. When you close your eyes, you see it and you want more of it and you you find them online or you, you know, maybe do all the things to try to feed that hunger that has been created by all the feel good things. So this is very similar to what new submissives and experienced submissives have when they experience a frenzy. They've experienced something really good and now they want more of it and more of it now and I want it fast and I want it intense because it was just that good. So it was a very long-winded way of explaining kind of what sub frenzy is. It literally is a frenzy that you go into as a submissive because you felt something so in like it makes you feel alive and now it's not there and you have got to with all every fiber of your being find that feeling so that is what i i would define as a sub frenzy so now you may say well what you know in addition to that is there anything else that could cause a sub frenzy like you can't tell me that you know just coming into the lifestyle having a good ass time i'm going to now start fiending for you know a partner or playing or whatever the case may be not necessarily so in addition to newbie excitement you can experience a submissive frenzy um if you maybe had a play partner previously and now you're single um this definitely you know like i said believe it or not sub frenzy is more common in experienced submissives than newcomers because you've been exposed to the feel-good chemicals and all the amazing things that the lifestyle has to offer. And so now that you don't have it, 
it is a strong craving where you you've got to find it so being newly single or even feeling lonely um can lead to a submissive frenzy because the kink lifestyle does offer you affection and attention and whatever needs you have they are met within this lifestyle so if you had that previously and now you don't you could find yourself into a submissive frenzy um submissive frenzy can also come about as a method of coping um if you have a stressful professional life and you're looking for a way to escape and you know maybe massages don't necessarily cut it or you know a pedicure or anything of that nature a lot of times people find themselves in the lifestyle coping with you know a high level stressful job or um, if they're a high performer you know outside of the lifestyle or hey Maybe they're coping from a recent breakup or a separation or maybe their previous play partner um, had some lifestyle changes and it, you know, calls for uh, a separation. These are, you know, reasons why people will use the lifestyle in a coping kind of way, but it also may possibly lead to a frenzy because you begin to crave the thing that you no longer have. Um, and I would say the only other reason I can you know, think of at the time why, you know, what would cause a frenzy is a scene rush. Um, or sometimes a drop. If you, um, you know, we all have these things that we look forward to, um, you know, think of your next big, you know, vacation or a really big party that you plan to attend. Like there's some excitement that happens when you are expecting, you know, something that's going to, you know, it's going to be good. Or you have no idea. You hear all the buzz about it. You heard all the fantastic rumors and you know it's coming. And so you anticipate it. You want to speed it up. You're just, I can't take it anymore. Hell, the, the, the entire process of getting excited is becoming, you know, a very feel good experience for you. So rushing like a scene rush or even dropping you know you've had a fantastic scene you felt amazing you're feeling confident you're you're thinking more clearly and you're experiencing all the benefits that kink and scenes can offer you and now you want more it's totally totally normal so those are just some some things that may cause the submissive frenzy because again it's it is very exciting being in the lifestyle, whether you've just come in or you're returning. And so because this is almost the equivalent of exercise, running, meditation, anything that brings you to a point of peace and, and you know relaxation, makes you feel liberated, this lifestyle offers that so when you come in and you've not experienced it or you're looking to scratch that itch again 
sub frenzy can be lurking around the corner. So I want you to understand kind of what sub frenzy is, what may cause it. So now what I would like to do is dig a little deeper. I want to speak directly to my new submissives specifically helping you understand what is happening, how to manage it, give you some tips and advice, as well as my returning submissives. If you've been experiencing kink deprivation, and oh, I am definitely going to share some personal, personal experiences when it comes to uh, that for myself. Um, So yeah, definitely don't go anywhere. I want to dig into the depths of this thing so we can understand it and manage it to the best of our abilities so that we can keep enjoying our kink journey. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Hey there, Mistress D again. I just wanted to take a moment to ask you to do me a favor. When you have a moment, please head over to Instagram and follow our Instagram page so that you can get updates on upcoming episodes here on the Fetish School podcast. You can subscribe to all of the content. We're talking about definitions. If you're unfamiliar with certain terms that we're using here in the Fetish School podcast, as well as weekly advice from Mistress D, tips and tricks, and a couple of things that are funny to us here in the kink world so if you have not please again head over to instagram and follow the fetish school page we would greatly appreciate it and don't forget to say hi hey ladies and gentlemen we are back so we're talking about sub frenzy so we just heard about what exactly is sub frenzy what causes it so now i want to dig into exactly what makes it so dangerous and how does it apply to the new submissive versus the experienced submissive so sub frenzy Like, it sounds very exciting. We all agree that it's something normal and very common. But how in the hell can it be dangerous? Well, again, when you are experiencing something for the first time or experiencing it again from, you know, a hiatus, we can get so overwhelmed with all of the feel-good things and we begin to anticipate um, something very good. I mean, from from the time we landed here on planet Earth, anything that's exciting, we gravitate to it, whether it's a good book or a great person with good energy. Anything that feels good, we want more of it. However, in the kink world, because certain activities produce different brain chemicals that tell us that we're being rewarded or, you know, bliss is upon us, this can intensify how badly we want these things. And this is what kind of makes um, some aspects of the lifestyle feel very addictive because 
you are producing these um, hormones and we're telling our bodies that this is good and this is healthy and like all things that are good and healthy for the body it begins to crave it even more so what makes it very dangerous well for for those very reasons it can cause you to omit mindfulness um, when you are going about satisfying that craving um, it you can engage in risky behavior what do i mean so let's think about this you are new to the scene you are maybe you've had those feel-good chemicals um take over you and now you want more of it so you go online um you're looking for you know someone to play with you know maybe the first time was a one-off and so now you're looking for a partner that you can you know create a routine with and have often play sessions with and so you're looking online maybe you're out and about you attend parties or munches and the first thing you say when you meet you know a potential dominant is yes i i want to do all the things like no i i don't have any boundaries i you know whatever you want to do to me i am all game for it and then the dominant says okay well you know what are your hard no's or you know what's your you know do you have a safe word that you like to nope i don't have any i don't have any hard no's it you know i don't know what i like it's I'm I'm new to this. I don't I'm not sure yet. It's just try it all and I am, you know, open to anything. And as far as safe words, I I don't need a safe word. Like I'm confident in, you know, your ability and what I need. I don't need any of that. Well, that to me is risky behavior because regardless of your level, your experience or you know, what you desire, safe words are always a great measure to put in place because, again, these these scenes and the experience can be such an exploration. You know, not a lot of times everything's written out in detail about what to do and what not to do. And so if you experience some discomfort or you're triggered in some way, you always need a safe word to um, control and create the boundary for you. So if if you found yourself saying some of those things to a potential dominant or you can kind of identify with that feeling of, you know what, YOLO, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. I just want to feel what I felt before. You're 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 in a frenzy. You could potentially be in a frenzy. And again, this can be very dangerous because not every you know, Dom is a real Dom. Um, I know online you've seen, you know, posts or, you know, comments about being, you know, being aware of fake Doms. They, you know, first thing you want to do is punish the, you know, without, you know, they're not taking their time to get to know you. They are not pacing you. They are not um, asking questions around, um, safety, security, safe words, hard no's, you know, if, if they're not inquiring about your needs and what you want and your experience, these could be signs that this is not, you know, an experienced dom. But again, if you're new to the lifestyle, you don't see this. You, when you're in a frenzy, 
your goal is to satisfy that itch and your thinking when it comes to this goes out of the window and that can open you up to some very extreme risk uh, and potential danger. So again, if you identify with, with any of that as a newcomer, just be aware of that and that not every dom you run into <laughs> may have your best interest uh, in mind or had the experience required to even give you what you need. So please keep that in mind. Um, also, I, for my new submissives, I want you to know that while we're talking about this and while it is very normal, um, you don't always know that it's happening. And so because you don't realize that it's it's happening, I do want to, you know, give you some advice um, to kind of maybe understand when it's happening um, and to know that this is not something you can just snap out of. Like it's it's not as easy to manage as you would think, you know, um, because it is a psychological thing that is attached to your body. And, you know, we want to go about that mind body connection in the safest way so again for my new submissives know that this is very normal um it is very common it's not just you um you may not always know that it's happening and it's not that easy to snap out of so if you ever find that you are relinquishing your limits you're not speaking about your boundaries Whoever you're talking to, they're not asking you about your needs, your wants, your hard and soft limits. They're not inquiring about a safe word. Um, just be mindful that you could be in a situation where your frenzy is taking the front seat and you don't want to open yourself up for potential harm. So never, ever forego your consent. Um, you want to keep your emotional and mental and, and physical health, you know, intact. And, you know, always keep your boundaries in the forefront of your mind. So what I would recommend that you do if you are a new submissive, maybe you haven't experienced frenzy yet, it could be lurking down the road. Um, or maybe you're like, holy shit, that is me. I am in it. And what do I do? Okay, again, there's no snapping out of it. So that's why I like to say managing it. So Mistress D, how do we manage it? Well, I would say my advice to you is if there are certain aspects of um, submission that you crave, I always recommend researching it. So for example, if you have this cr like crazy desire to be spanked, research it research it from a a blog perspective like getting other people's perspective on spanking understanding what it is they're experiencing um understanding why they want that how they enjoy having that done to them and what happens is you you understand one that you're not the only person that feels that strongly about it and then also taking a look at maybe some academic um, research about it or, you know, academic uh, literature to understand what's happening in your body that may, you know, be the reason that you're craving these things. Overall, just reading and researching about 
what exactly you're craving so that you can understand it so that when you do get the opportunity to, you know, have a session with a dominant, you know, you've educated yourself about it. You know exactly how it should be done, what's healthy, what's not healthy. And it it will honestly, the reading of it, you educating yourself on it, it'll give you a little feel good, you know, um, feeling as well. It's almost like reading and becoming part of the story. You will get some satisfaction out of reading and, you know, maybe watching a video and understanding your craving. Um, and that can potentially hold you over until you either have that seeing that you crave so much or you have the partner to share that with. Um, Another piece of advice I would give to my new submissives is, you know, if you are, you know, within your community, if you have a, you know, your local dungeon, um, find a trusted dom. And and I know that's that's tough because if you could find a trusted dom, you would get them to, you know, give you all of your needs. But, you know, some dominants are, you know, in a partnership with someone else and, you know, or maybe they are just unable to do it. So there are some doms who, one, understand how the frenzy can feel and they can, you know, give you some attention or maybe some um, unattached uh, play to where it does, you know, scratch your itch, you know, until you can, you know, achieve your, your ultimate goals. So please, you know, do that with caution, consult, you know, a kink mentor, um, someone, or I mean, I don't know, maybe you can even speak with a dungeon monitor. Like if you're in a dungeon, you can maybe have a word with a dungeon monitor and they're in there all the time. They are familiar with the community that's in there and maybe they can point you in the right direction of, you know, a trusted dom that would be willing to help you through this, this frenzied time. So, um, and, and with that being said, my next piece of advice would be to volunteer. There are so many ways to become part of the lifestyle, whether you are a dungeon monitor or whether you are um, helping, you know, an organization um, design and organize a munch or a party. There are ways for you to volunteer and just being in that environment alone will, you know, give you a little bit of relief, you know, watching it, your brain doesn't know the difference. You know, if you're watching it happen to someone else, you get, you know, um, some relief and some satisfaction from watching it. And, and that's the key. And you, you never know, you may leave that evening and you feel just a little bit better. So that would be my, um, my advice there. And I would say the last piece of advice for my new submissives, um, when it comes to this frenzy is exercise. I know that sounds really weird, but again, you've heard me often compare this to meditation or yoga um, or getting a massage or a runner's high. Find your nearest gym or your nearest sidewalk and, and exercise. 
again, we none of those could, you know, maybe replace the, the craving or the feeling that you're after, but it will definitely take the edge off. So absolutely exercise, volunteer, read and research your, your craving um, for more education and to take that edge off. And if all else, all else fails, try to locate a trusted dom um, within your community, um, hope, you know, preferably referred by a trusted and experienced, you know, um, mentor or someone. And hopefully that takes that edge off a little bit for you. So um, again, for my new submissives, fear not, this is normal. Um, but again, you want to take all the measures you can to keep yourself safe, you know, so that we can live to play another day. Now, I would like to address my returning subs. Uh, if you've been in the lifestyle previously, you've taken a vacation, a break, hiatus, and now you can't get it off your mind. Um, yes, kink deprivation. This is the most common, more so than the newcomers frenzy. Why? We've seen this before. We've experienced this many times before. Um, our experience level is, you know, higher and our bodies have been exposed, our bodies and our minds and our spirits have been exposed to a level um, where you can't go backwards now. And so you now crave it. You know, you're excited to taste that again. You're excited to feel that again. You know, again, let's keep it real. You know, the pandemic has had you, you know, stuck at home, working from home, ordering your groceries, you know, forced to exercise on your Peloton. Again, everything in the house. And now you crave that touch. You crave that ambiance. You crave that music. You crave that feeling. You close your eyes and you flash back to your most cherished scene and you feel everything that happens to you. You remember the aftercare. You remember the morning after how amazing you felt and how you professionally went through the roof on productivity afterwards. Like, can you tell I'm speaking from experience here? Uh, <laughs> you think of these things and you're like, how do I get back there? Well, sub frenzy can happen behind all of that, right? So if you're returning to the scene, it it literally can feel like much like your first time. So, you know, again, your system hasn't felt that rush in a long while and you're thinking about all the things and you need to have that fix again. I mean, there are people who have even gone to reach out to, you know, previous play partners to try and reignite that um, that feeling. So sub frenzy is very, very real for existing kinksters. So I've got three pieces of advice, maybe four, uh, um, that I want to share for all of my existing kinksters who may have experienced sub frenzy or you're currently experiencing it or you just want to 
be prepared in case it happens to you. So um, advice number one, if you find that you're in a frenzy, reframe it. What do I mean by reframing it? I mean, there, there are no scene, no scenes happen as fast um, or as slow as you want them to. Like when you, when you anticipate playing, I mean, this is some shit you think about all week, all day, and no matter how much you think about it, it's not going to happen as fast as you want. Or when you're there, it's not going to slow down, you know, and last forever the way that you want it to. So I think it's a very important to reframe your thinking akin to this process. Just the, I say that the anticipation you experience when going into, you know, back into the lifestyle or getting back into a scene it's all a part of the process. So instead of looking at it as, oh my God, I'm in a frenzy, look at it like, oh, I am on a journey. And, you know, like anyone who's reading a good book or if you are watching a good movie, you want it to take as long as possible because you want to enjoy every single part of it. So look at that process. Don't see it as a frenzy reframe it as a new kink journey when I and and I also would say you know it's going to take some time to you know maybe get the courage to get back into the lifestyle you know Um, maybe we develop some insecurities you know coming away from the lifestyle and we're hesitant to put on that sexy ass you know uh, latex one piece or those badass fucking fishnets who knows it takes time. It takes time to find that partner. And it's all a process. And so the element of surprise or uncertainty, let that be part of your kink journey back into the lifestyle. That way you're not rushing it. That way you're not getting ahead of yourself or making poor decisions when it comes to getting into the lifestyle and choosing a partner. You are more in control of everything because we are not looking at it as an uncontrollable frenzy. We are looking at it as masters of our kink and we are controlling this. And this is not a frenzy. This is a part of my process and I am going to read and research and I'm going to curate the best experience. My God, if I've been out of the lifestyle and I come back into it, I don't want to be disappointed. So I'm going to take my time as you would with any process on purchasing a luxury item or something that you, you know, that's high in, you know, it's complex, whether it's an electronic, we take our time and we do our research. So this process is no different. Make it part of your kink journey instead of looking at it as a frenzy. The next piece of advice I would recommend is creating a frenzy survival kit. Um, This has worked uh, for for some submissives um, that I know of. So because we know that life, you know, happens, we're running businesses, we're, um, we're taking care of our families, we're working. Having a survival kit 
to calm your nerves when you feel a frenzy coming is so important. So this could be a bag, this could be a box or a safe where you have all the things that calm your nerves. Whether this is a t-shirt from your dom, whether this is a doll baby um, that you know you hang on to during aftercare. Put something inside of this survival kit, whether it's a candle, essential oils, maybe some erotica. Maybe it was a letter you wrote to your dom and you reread this. Anything to trigger a calm state of mind is what you want to put in this survival kit. And then maybe one to three times out of the week, you pull it out. You know, maybe the survival kit has some of your subwear in there. Put it on, put on that collar and, you know, recall some of those submissive moments that you enjoy so much and go deeper, visualize. I mean, there's a saying that says energy flows where attention goes. So there's nothing wrong with visualizing it. Again, your your brain doesn't know the difference. Um, what you perceive in your mind, your body believes to be very real, which is why it produces those chemicals. So visualize that desired kink scenario um, and do it with every detail. Use all of your senses, your hearing, what you see, what you feel, what you smell to recreate or to create the scenario that you desire. And if you're familiar with manifestation, you will bring exactly that into manifestation, this kink scene that you think about. So take that survival kit, use it to stimulate all of your senses and create that kit for yourself so that when you do feel a sub frenzy moment coming about, you wanna catch it early before the urge becomes so strong. I can't stress enough that it is so important to manage it when you, you know, see the first symptoms and the first signs of it, you know, even if you're not sure, it's always okay to take precaution. So have that kit ready and available so that you can use all the contents inside and you create and prioritize time to get there. I feel that the frenzies that we have, regardless if you're new or existing, they happen because we don't prioritize the time to enjoy that part of ourselves. So when you are depriving yourself of it, you're suppressing it and it's just going to resurface stronger every time. So instead of suppressing it, embrace it and slowly let it flow so that you don't explode. And a frenzy survival kit will help you do exactly that. It'll give you that hit of feel-good chemicals just long enough to hold you over until your next partner or your next kink scene. And we're not losing our shit in the process. So <laughs> for my last piece of advice to my existing um, kinksters is... Even if you can't be physically, you know, in the lifestyle, and the same goes for newcomers as well, 
do your best to engage in some way. There are tons of online classes, online communities, um, in groups where you can place your thoughts anonymously out there and receive feedback. And, you know, who knows, you may find yourself in a new scene or with a new play partner. And in the process, you may learn some new things. So again, when you do have the opportunity to have that scene, to have that partner in that moment, you are fully prepared. And, you know, we all know how deep trust and confidence goes into having a really good experience. And so if you are doing the work on the front end, when that time comes, it is going to be exactly if not better than the first time and it's going to be a fantastic experience so find you know your channel online now be you know be cautious because there are you know some people with some ill intentions out there you know as within any community but have your vetting system in place have your vetting system in place um and i would recommend putting this in your survival kit you know steps to take, you know, when I find my new, you know, in finding my potential partner, I feel that the vetting process has got to be top tier, because the more um, you invest into your vetting process, you know, the asking of questions, the, you know, paying attention to responses and body language and gauging for experience, you will minimize any risk of any harm on any level, whether physical uh, or mental or emotional. So please put inside that kit, um, you know, steps to take, questions to ask, red flags to look for, and engage with your online community because these, you know, we are we are a community and people, you know, are here to help and support not just Mistress D. There are tons of amazing kinksters that I've even met online that are just as passionate about this lifestyle and protective of the people who are in the community as well. So utilize those online channels, um, use discretion and, you know, use common sense uh, when it comes to that. But keeping that survival kit handy, staying active and not letting the pressure build up when you have the urge to play is very, very important to minimize your submissive frenzy. So now the last thing I do want to share is for those D-types and those dominants that may be listening, um, I didn't forget about you. Doms have frenzy too, believe it or not. But that's for another episode, I will say. (laughs) But if you are a Dom or D-type and you see someone having a frenzy, I, I recommend that you one affirm their feelings you know uh as doms i'll speak for myself it is my responsibility to care because you trust me enough to let go and be vulnerable your care is my priority and even if i don't know you care is my priority regardless of who you could be a fellow dom and so if i see someone in a frenzy 
I first want to let them know, like, I'm not going to tell them, like, hey, you're in a frenzy. Calm the fuck down. Of course not. As they, you'll know <laughs> they're in a frenzy by maybe their tone, their um, their speech. It's, you know, sometimes it's fast paced. They're excited. They are, you know, either new and they're ready to, or they're ready to get back into the lifestyle. And they are just going on and on about, you know, the feeling and getting back into it. And they're asking questions about you and, you know, things like that. And so if you do pick up on, you know, some frenzy, you know, ask them, you know, if you're, you know, willing to do so. Like, you know, when's the last time you've you know, had a play experience, you know, did you enjoy it? You know, so if they said it's been a while, and that's kind of a, you know, a sign there that they could very well be in frenzy. Um, I, you know, I would ask them questions about, you know, so what brings you into the lifestyle or what brings you back to the lifestyle? And you can learn a lot from a person by allowing them to just speak and talk and you can hear if they are in a frenzy and, you know, if they are, affirm their feelings. Let them know that, oh my God, this lifestyle is so exciting. I'm, you know, I'm excited as well. I'm with you, you know, but also letting them know, you know, it, you know, if you are aware of a trusted dom, you know, and they're looking for someone to play with, you know, you give them recommendations. There is nothing wrong with, you know, making a suggestion to a submissive because that's kind of why they're asking you. So, you know, if you, if you are willing to do it, um, help them out, help them scratch the itch, you know, or point them in the direction of a potential dominant who is willing to help them scratch that itch, give them some assurance that, you know, they are feeling something very normal. And with your recommendations, literally drench it in safety you know um letting them know like the safe way to go about it and you know to take their time and, and you know give them this information like tell them like listen we've all been there get yourself a frenzy kit to hold you over you know suggest you know events that are coming up um that they can come and meet in person in person is always preferred because you know online we can say and do whatever we want you know so you know giving them that um assurance that they can still be in a frenzy but still be very safe and giving them some clear uh advice on ways to feel good in the meantime because you know frenzy can be very brutal um but, you know, if if you don't have a sub or, you know, you, you know, don't necessarily um, maybe not understand the frenzy <laughs> um, for my doms again, let's not take advantage of anyone in this position. Like I said, as doms, we get frenzies too. We a 100% get frenzies too. So you want to be careful not to take advantage of anyone that's going through a frenzy because they're trusting you with absolutely everything about themselves. And it's you have to exercise discipline, which we try our best to master. But don't take advantage. If you are in a frenzy, 
I wouldn't recommend you take advantage or of the opportunity to engage with a submissive who could potentially be in a frenzy because everyone is kind of blurred when you're in that state of a frenzy and you want to exercise common sense and you want to exercise safety. And sometimes if you and I both are in a frenzy and, you know, we're not partners, obviously, um, there could be some disadvantages and drawbacks. So again, to any of my doms out there, if you see someone in a frenzy or potential frenzy, be kind, give them clear guidance, drench it in safety and security measures, um, you know, give them advice on, you know, um, places to go and things to do. And of course, if you do have a sub um, who is experiencing a frenzy, you know, talk about rewards, you know, give them a little bit to look forward to. To me, that's very important because, you know, we all can't always get together all the time, but it is very important to give them something, you know, um, let them know, you know, if you do have plans on playing, you know, again, give them something to scratch the itch. That is why they come to you. And as a dominant, it's our responsibility to make sure they're well taken care of. So with that being said, I, you know, hope that, you know, this was, you know, very helpful for you and helping you understand what exactly sub frenzy is and how to identify it. And if you're new, what steps to take to manage that sub frenzy, as well as if you're returning to the scene, how to best navigate the frenzy waters without completely losing yourself. And lastly, if you are a dominant, what to do if you experience a submissive in the midst of their frenzy, how to help them out, and how to not go into a frenzy yourself. So, I truly hope that this was helpful. Again, I, you know, previous episodes, we're talking about, you know, different ways to play and fetishes and, you know, what happens under our skin with the feel good chemicals and, you know, enticing you into this kink lifestyle. But in doing that, I also wanted to prepare you, you know, for something that happens that is common and a lot of people experience but it's not you know often talked about and I want everyone to enjoy and again with sub frenzy it's it's not necessarily a frenzy if you reframe it into part of your kink journey and manage it with um, maturity, responsibility, and have a plan in place should you experience these overwhelming rush of fucking feelings when it comes to a potential sub frenzy. So I hope that you enjoyed this. Please share it with a friend, especially if they are a submissive type, because again, we never know when a frenzy may strike. So please share it with them. And if you have any questions, I am always happy to answer. Feel free to direct message me on Instagram at The Fetish School, and I will help you. Uh, or if I cannot, I'm happy to point you in the right direction um, so that you can continue having a a very safe and fun kink journey. 
So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I am your hostess, Mistress D, and we will see you next week. Thank you again. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode here at the Fetish School. I hope that you found this episode about sub frenzy informative and thought provoking. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Fetish School and be sure to follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you have any ideas on something you would like to hear in the next episode or an upcoming season, please don't hesitate to send me a direct message through Instagram and I will be sure to get that content out for you. As always, my name is Mistress D and it has been an absolute pleasure spending time with you this evening. Until next time, stay safe, stay kinky, and stay tuned. Class dismissed.